This is the Paul Goff Audio Experience. Whether you call yourself a PT, a physical therapist, or a physiotherapist, and wherever you are listening to this right now, this is for you. It is me revealing everything I can to help make you a more successful business owner. Thanks for listening. It means the absolute world to me. All right, everybody, uh, listeners all over the world, it is uh, Paul Goff here with you. Great to be back in the seat and recording you a uh, podcast. It is the Paul Goff Audio Experience. This is going to be um, electric, this podcast. We're going to talk. Um, we're going to talk. We're going to have a great discussion about um, what is uh, the topic of conversation right now. Uh, whatever country you live in, I'm pretty sure that you are um, affected some way, shape or form or um, fearful of being affected um, and infected, obviously, by the coronavirus. So we're going to talk about how to come out of the coronavirus uh, pandemic with a better, stronger, more profitable private practice. I'm not going to give you coping strategies. I'm not going to give you survival strategies. Um, Other people are going to give you that bullshit. I'm going to tell you how to turn this situation um, into what could be the best thing that's ever happened to you. It's the way I see everything and the way I see any situation uh, that is chucked at me uh, as a business owner. What's the opportunity? How can I not just survive this thing? How can I come out of this situation uh, with a better, stronger, more profitable private practice? That's what we're going to discuss on the podcast um, today. So very excited. I'm live in Orlando. It's actually the eve of a vacation. I'm heading um, tomorrow to West Palm Beach, just uh, a few hours, a few hours south of um, Orlando, uh, heading towards Miami with the kids for uh, a break, for spring break, for a nice break. And um, I'm going to go and enjoy it. I'm going to go and enjoy every second of it. I'm going to switch the phone off. Um, I've had uh, meetings today with the teams of my businesses. Uh, I've given them my instructions. I've given them my thoughts and my insights on how uh, we can use this situation to um, do exactly what I'm saying on this podcast, build a better, stronger, more profitable private practice. And it's funny, um, one of the one of the staff said, what, what are we going to do to survive the situation? I said, fucking survive. We ain't, we ain't going to have a conversation about surviving. We're going to have a conversation about what we can do to ensure that this business is better and stronger and more profitable because of the situation. Now, that's the type of thinking that I'm going to encourage that you uh, deploy over the next uh, 30 days or whatever it's going to take for this thing, uh, this turbulence that we're all going to experience um, to blow over. And I'm going to give you my uh, thoughts and my insights. Uh, you're going to get a real look into how I think about life and about business and just about opportunity and um, you know uh, things that are happening uh, around me, which I think you might find interesting. Some people are going to be pissed off. Some people are not going to like anything I'm going to say, and that's fine. Uh, I'm not here to please. I'm here to tell you as is uh, and offer you an alternative view of the world than the one uh, that you're most likely being brainwashed with uh, right now uh, by people who are um, just, well, shall we say, uh, mentally uh, fragile. Let's let's just be polite. I'll, I'll call them mentally fragile uh, people around you the media and just friends and various people business owners who are just it's crazy it it makes me laugh when you watch it on uh when you watch it on on social and the news it's like gee you, you don't need a virus to knock these people over a, a whiff of wind will knock half of these people over you know let's get let's get real it's uh a cough couple of coughs from people with coronavirus will knock half of these business owners over right now so and there's the first lesson there is the first lesson there is the first opportunity the first opportunity i've got a sheet in front of me that i've no idea how long this podcast is going to go on for it could be a two-part one um 
but I'm going to go through a whole host of things uh, that are on my mind that I just thought, you know, based upon some of the conversations I've had with team today and business owners over the last 24, 48 hours, I'm in a unique position uh, to tell you that I have spoken to business owners in Canada, all across the US, in Britain, um, and as far away as Australia in the last 24 to 36 hours. Uh, so the information that I bring you is accurate. It's uh, it's real. It's not bullshit. Um, and it isn't just stuff that I read in the news or my humble opinion. It is... Uh, it's what's going on. So please feel free share this podcast out with your friends. I believe this will be a podcast that is a crossover for many private practice owners uh, and just people generally running a business who might want a little kick up the ass and some mindset uh, shifts and um, you know ways of thinking about their business that they currently can't see. So uh, that's my objective for this next um, period of time, however long it takes us to do so. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, the first thing that I want you um, to start to think about in this situation that we're in now and remember everything that i'm going to talk to you about today is under the banner of how do we get a better stronger more profitable private practice as a result of this situation right that's that's the objective uh, not to survive it not to uh live through it it's to prosper uh through it and the first thing that i want to introduce you to is what's called um a second order consequence a second order consequence okay so i was introduced to this in life um a few years back that and it basically says that it's the first order consequence is not the problem it's the second so if the first order consequence is alcohol that's not the problem the second order consequence is the hangover that's the problem right so the first order consequence is i eat pizza the second order consequence is i feel tired and sluggish and i start to put pounds on the next day that's the second order consequence right and it and it's um it's everywhere in your life. The second order consequence, the first order consequence of gambling um, is that I feel good. The first order consequence, I, I get the gratification. But the second order consequence is that I feel pretty shitty. And um, the first order consequence of spending money that you haven't got is that you get the gratification of the clothes you've just bought online or Zappos or Asos, whatever you buy it off. The second order consequence is that you have to spend the rest of the month knowing that you've got no money and you can barely pay your bills and keep up with your rent. In life, it's the second order consequence of every single thing that kills you, not the first one, right? It's how you react. Said differently, the coronavirus is not going to be the thing that impacts your business as much as the second order consequence, which is how you think about the coronavirus. And how you think about the coronavirus is directly related to who you hang around with and who you seek information from first golden rule you want a better business through this hang around with other people who want better businesses through this do not do not speak to people who do not have the same aspiration and goals uh, as you who rely, uh, rely upon their news being the fact that disney is closed and everything in the world is going to end because of that Disney is closed as a protection measure, a preventative measure, not because necessarily they believe that it will obviously get worse because of people um, in the park. That That is possible. But by and large, they've done these things to prevent it. And yet everybody thinks it's getting worse because of it. All of the closing of the MBA and closing of Disney and so on is a preventative measure. It doesn't mean necessarily that they think it's getting worse per se. It obviously is getting worse in terms of its numbers, but they're not closing Disney and the MBA because of that. They're closing them things down because they're trying to prevent the spread, which it will inevitably do. So it's a positive. It's a good thing. 
when most people see it as a negative and a scare tactic and a, oh my God, this is going to be whatever, right? So again, let's separate the way that you see these things. Second order consequence is what's going to hurt you in this situation. I'm going to start at 35,000 feet and how you respond to this situation is what will determine the outcome that you get in the situation. If you um, believe that the world is going to end and you believe that your business is over and because one or two patients have put up a little bit of fight about coming to see you and you just let them leave and you don't have conversations with them, like hopefully you listened to the last uh, podcast between me and Vicky um, about just how to have a, an adult, honest conversation with people that just says, no need to be scared. The news is making you scared, but people are still visiting hospitals. They're still going to doctors. They're still going to places. They're still going to coffee shops. They're still in gyms. Life is going on. If anything, in a medical facility, uh, you have uh, less risk because we are more diligent on the cleaning and the hygiene, which is really all that's at stake here. Are you going to go to places that can maintain high standards of hygiene, of which I'm sure your clinic is going to be one of the utmost? And if you have somebody on the front desk that can explain that, you've quashed my fears, you've brought me back to logic, and you can start me getting thinking about booking appointments. But I know full well that most people are not going to do that. What they're going to do is not train their secretary, not have conversations with their team to give them the facts like that and let their front desk answer the phone like a sitting duck to a patient that says, I'm not coming in today. And the front desk is going to go, oh, okay, um, call us back when the virus is over. I mean, gee, like that will and is going on today right now. And that's the problem, not the virus, not the virus. We haven't had a single cancellation in my clinic. Granted, we had three people who didn't show up for an appointment yesterday. These are facts. Three people didn't show up, but none of them said it was because of the virus. It was other things going on in their life. We've had not one single person, as yet, cancelled because of the virus. Now, it could spike and it could get worse, and absolutely, but my team are ready to have an adult conversation with an individual who calls, and that will expose the relationship that we have with people. This is all going to go back down to everything that I've been preaching and teaching for years. That the business owners who've ignored it, who've made their money in the last few years because everybody had money and is spending money, you're going to get found out. If you haven't trained them front desk, you haven't given them scripts, you haven't hired people who are coachable, you haven't got relationships with staff, it's all about billable units. It's all about whenever a patient randomly wants to come back. All of these things are going to hurt you. Um, moving forward, which is why now is the opportunity for you to come out of this with a better, stronger, more profitable business. So the second order consequence is the first thing that I want you to consider. Second, accurate thinking. Another thing I was schooled upon around about five or six years ago when I started making my way in the entrepreneurial journey to get me to where I am today. Accurate thinking. It means you seek facts, not hearsay. You seek facts. You look for data. You seek out people who are knowledgeable about the topic. For crying out loud, the president and the prime minister of my country back in Britain, I don't even believe right now that they are giving you factual information. They're giving you sound bites. They, they, they're literally having a script shoved in front of them by a PR person who's saying, say this to limit the outcry, right? We're not getting accurate information from the government right now. You're not getting it. You're not getting it from your president. You can seek out actual information. That's now what the internet is for. The real good solid articles that tell you the facts of what's happening and what's likely to happen. And by all accounts, it could be anything up to 30 days where there's, there's the hysteria, there's the, the, you know, the numbers are going to go up, people are going to get more infections. That's absolutely going to happen. But they're also going to start recovering. 
and more and more and more over the next few days you're going to see people recover and more and more of what's going to happen is people are going to get accustomed to this way of living right now it's scary why is it scary well yeah absolutely people are dying but the real reason that people are fearful is because it's new it's new it's a new thing that we're having to comprehend it's a new thing we're having to speak about it's a new uh strain it's like the, anything new is quite frightening for somebody so people right now are panicking by and large because this thing is new as well as the cancellations of the the sports and the disney and so on and so forth i firmly believe that up until wednesday when trump did his address most people were ignoring it even though they were watching the numbers people were getting ill and people were dying and most people were giving it lip service when trump announced the travel ban from europe which by and large wasn't communicated as well as some people would have liked him to communicate it that's when the mass hysteria started then came the nba then came the hockey then came the soccer then came the events and so on and so forth that's what created the hysteria people were by uh, at that point giving pretty much a lip service to this thing at that point as a general rule what will happen my prediction is that people will start to get used to it they will have friends and relatives who get it and recover and it won't become such a big hysterical thing once they're hopefully in the news then bastards if they do their job properly they'll actually start to tell you that more and more people are recovering from it and when you start you'll find those blogs you'll you'll find those articles they'll probably be buried on page 17 of google but you will start to find those articles pretty soon that people are getting it and recovering from it and people will start to get back to i'm not going to say a normal way of living but they'll just start to accept it and by the way right i live here in orlando right and everywhere i look there's 60 70 year olds 80 year olds but everywhere i look the 60 year olds 70 year olds and 80 year olds everywhere i look in the gym this morning at the top of my street there's a chiropractor in my building who i spoke to this morning his office is still packed there's still people going in there's still 60 70 80 year olds sat in his office today and bought loads of them I had a, a, a conversation with him very briefly how's it affected you he said round about a 10 percent drop 10 percent drop right fine he said but I've just been told by my secretary that the phone's ringing more today because people want to get in. I said, why is that? He said, because Disney's just closed. Think about what all of this means. There is a yin and a yang to everything. Disney's just closed. <gasps> oh my word. Everything's bad. No, no. Uh, there's now tens of thousands of employees in the Orlando area all sat at home with nothing to do. Now they can start booking chiropractic and PT. When I say to you, it's how you view this situation. It's up to you to decide whether you want to adopt it. It's accurate thinking. Seek out the facts and make sure that everybody around you is talking about facts, not what they've read on social media. Which leads me to the next point. Avoid the hype. The media hype is, is going to kill you. The, the media hype is going to um, sentence people to their, to their uh, houses and you know uh, making stupid and crazy decisions. Not everybody, by the way, because uh, I don't believe that people are that that stupid, right? There's a there's the media hype, and I think there's what you're seeing on social media, and then there's the actual what's going on in real life. I mean, I, I've got to pick my kids this week up from school. I've been in Starbucks this week. I've been in Starbucks this morning. I've been in the gym this morning. Uh, uh, life is going on. If if I didn't put the news on and I didn't speak English, I wouldn't have a clue that anything was actually going on right now in this in this world that I live. So the point I'm trying to tell you, I'm almost trying to make sure you have no excuses, right? You can like me for it or you can hate me for it. But if you go to work every day with excuses, that's what's going to kill you. The media hype is one thing, but the reality, the reality of life is that it's going on. And yeah, people might be calling you and might be asking questions. They might be wanting to cancel, but I'm going to question what you're doing and what type of adult conversation you're having with these people. And more importantly, your team. 
What type of conversation are they having with people? That's the bit that's going to make the difference for you. Next point, trust in your leadership skills. This is the time that you make the money. I love this type of situation now. I'm all in on it. It's I couldn't wait to get out of bed and go to the gym and come to the office today. This is this is the time Paul makes his money. If Paul makes the big bucks, this is why. It's because of his leadership skills. If you make the big bucks, this will be why. You don't make your money in the good times. You find out how good you are in the bad times and that's how you make your money. Not just when it's good. These people over the last few years have been running businesses. I was quoted on stage two years ago saying these exact words from Warren Buffett. When the tide turns, you get to figure out who's been swimming naked. And the tide has just turned. This coronavirus is not the thing you should be worrying about. It's the economic absolute minefield that's coming down the stream in the next three to six months that's going to affect you. I promise you, in six months, coronavirus will not be the thing that you're speaking about in your business if you're not careful. It will be the economic consequence of coronavirus. It won't be people ringing up saying, oh, I'm not coming in because of an illness. It'll be because their partners have lost jobs and so on and so forth. That's the bit you've got to protect yourself of. That's the second order consequence in play again. Back to my point at the start of this podcast. The first order consequence, most people manage. The second order consequence, they don't even consider and that's where they get killed. Coronavirus, you will... Yeah, it'll be in the news forever. But I'm I'm telling you now, in six months, you will not be blaming coronavirus. It'll be the economic absolute tsunami that's about to hit this world as a result of what's going on. That was going to happen anyway, and this has just brought it to a, uh, a, a T. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of studying, you know, I'm, I'm investing in stocks and various things. Uh, Warren Buffett was asked last week, richest man on earth was asked um, if he's investing any money because of this crash. And he basically said, no, because even with the crash, it's still overpriced. It's still overpriced, meaning it's so inflated, it's untrue. And this this is just the start of things to come financially, which is why I'm I'm wanting to get you prepared, not just for the next two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, while this turns itself around and things start opening back up and so on. It's what's coming down the pipeline for you that you need to be ready for. That's the big thing. So your leadership skills, they're about to be tested. This is the time to step up and be a leader. Your team need a leader. Your family need a leader. Everybody around you needs you to be a leader. And that is what you're going to get paid for. How the rest of the air looks will ultimately depend upon how you manage this situation um, right now. Second thing, trust but train your team. Train your team. Give them some guidance. Tell them how you want to manage this situation. Review the scripts. Review the processes. Go over them. Don't just think it's a lost cause because I'm telling you now, it's not a lost cause. And here's some facts for you. Here's some facts as to why I can confidently tell however many thousands of people will live uh, will listen to this podcast that it isn't a coronavirus problem. It's a how you see this problem. I've spoke to a business owner who claims that uh, today um, over 60% of his calls of his patients cancelled. And equally, I've spoke to a business owner today who said nobody cancelled. I've spoke to business owners in New York City who tell me they've lost one patient all week. I've spoke to business owners in California who have uh, multiple uh, PTs, three, four, one of them, and they've had two people cancel this week. I've spoke to my own office. We've had not one cancellation. I've spoke to a business owner in Ireland who's had no more than two or three. It was the way that they explained it who's a busy three practice clinic. And I've spoke to a business owner in Australia who's had, in their words, not much more than they would have expected if it was a, a, a bad day or a, you know, a violent storm or whatever going off in Australia. 
That's that's all it, it, it is, right? So if I put you in touch with all of the business owners in your town, what we're going to find is variances in the way that people are cancelling. So we can conclude that it isn't the virus that's the problem. It's the way that it's being handled and managed by the people answering the phone. You've got to trust your team. You've got to motivate them. You've got to help them see what's going on. Be factual. Be strong. Be confident. Um, and get your team the tools and the resources needed. Help them see what's really going on in life and not get sucked into the shit that's going on uh, around them from friends and family. Uh, number five. Um, here's a tactical way on um, on this on this point. The phrase really becomes, you can move it, but don't cancel it. So don't, you shouldn't be using the word six patients cancelled today. The phrase is six patients moved it. They kicked it down the can, right? Your money's in the pipeline. It's going to come. It's just two or three weeks away now. That's all this is. For most people, it's just manage a little bit of cash. That's it, right? And there's all sorts of things you can do between now and then, which I'll talk to you about as we go through the podcast. But really, this is all it is. The money's just in the pipeline for you, right? It might take a week or two if two people cancel this week. You're going to get it. They're going to come in in a couple of weeks because life will go on for them. They'll come back. They'll they'll come back in. There might be a little bit of hysteria right now or if Trump does another address or, or Boris Johnson closes something, there'll be a bit more hysteria and that's fine. Just keep everyone calm. Don't let them cancel. You can move it, but you can't cancel. These are absolute basics that I've taught from day one. And really, nothing has changed. I've taught these in my business growth group program, my sales bootcamp program. These are all of the things that I've been teaching for years. And they're, now they're either, if you've got them and, and you can use them, you, know, you should be using them anyway. But this is the kick up the ass that I think some people need to actually run their businesses the way that they secretly know they should have been running it in the first place. Um, next one spend more on marketing spend more on marketing this is the time to be brave never mind cut back on your marketing spend more on it because all of your competitors are going to cut back on their marketing we've had customers today in our agency asking us if, if we're okay to spend more money can we spend more money on the ads absolutely and they're getting very creative with ads uh, Andrew Verton over in California reached out to us and asked us to do a, um, a Facebook ad directly that says stuck at home do you want a telephone consultation leading to a telehealth appointment? Genius. This is the type of winner and, and, and support group that you've got to be around these people because people are going to come out of it and prosper from it and some people are going to just wilt and die. And it, and it ain't anything to do, like I say, uh, as much to do with the virus as you would like to believe that it is. So for me, spend more on marketing, get creative, get inventive, um, and uh, you're just going to need a longer nature cycle. But a longer nature cycle equals better clients. It just means that you might get a lead today that takes an extra three weeks to book. So what? Who cares? They're great. They'll be a better client. Send them information. Send them books. Send them videos. All this is is trust. It's just a trust-based thing on steroids. The company that spends more on marketing over the next couple of weeks is going to destroy anybody. What's the first order consequence? Everybody stops marketing. What's the second order consequence? Well, the second order consequence is that you might save some cash this week, but the second order consequence is when this coronavirus thing clays up in the next couple of weeks, you're going to have a huge hole in the schedule. And that's the bit that's going to hurt you more than the coronavirus patients not potentially coming in. It's all to do with second order consequences. A positive second order consequence is that because all of your competitors who are weak as piss will stop marketing and relent, you get cheap advertising. Just a thought. 
Facebook advertising is about to reduce. Google ads is about to reduce. Newspaper advertising is about to reduce. All of this stuff, if you look at it, is in your favor. Uh, next one, info-based marketing. Why have I put that? Info-based marketing. I think that's probably going to be um, the way that you're going to get people. It might not be about getting them for discovery visits and workshops to start with, although people will come for those things. I think you've got a greater bet if you move towards information marketing, giving free information away going towards the, the uh, let's have a telephone consultation or let me give you a free report to start with. You read the report and as soon as you feel comfortable, come on in. If you've got these systems in play, which I've again taught for the last five years, you've got something like Infusionsoft, you've took my Accelerator program. For any of you listening to this, I know there's 700 and however many have took Accelerator and many of you are probably listening to this. This is where the Accelerator program comes into its own. This is where the Accelerator program is now yours to 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 you know any of you now who are have that information in your hands of being able to give free reports to people use your facebook ads use your social media people even if one or two people say i, I don't want to come great let me send you some information the free reports that i teach on the accelerator program and let's get you in the nurture system it's just a couple of weeks but what's the problem for most businesses they live fucking day to day that's their problem it's I've got a patient today, let's drink the red wine tonight. Rather than let's get some leads and nurture them over the next six to eight weeks. That's the problem. That's not that's that's by the way, that's what businesses do. But physio businesses can't get their head around the fact that you need to nurture people. People don't make rash decisions. One on one, Paul one on one. You don't get them to spend money with you, which is why most businesses struggle in the first place. They don't always want to give you two and a half grand. This, for me, is just going to extend the nurture cycle a couple of weeks. 30 days, probably, max. If that, that's the problem. So, information-based marketing. For those of you who haven't done Accelerator, I will urge you and encourage you to head over to um, acceleratornow.com. You can download that program. You can get it um, right now at acceleratornow.com. If you are struggling with marketing and you can't get people in or whatever's going on, you've got to switch to info-first marketing reports and information get people call on your office right now and use the fact that coronavirus might stop one or two people as a reason for them to call you to take information have you got back pain but worried about going to get treatment if so call my office i've got an information pack i'd like to give you then they're in your pipeline as soon as the conference is back in two or three weeks they're in your business come on think don't let everybody else around you the miserable sad broke business owners around you dictate your actions stay with smart people accurate thinking this is what you need to get through this with a better stronger business next point I, a, a client of mine said this week paul i've had a i've had a client who who, uh, who cancelled uh, yesterday and one the day before i said great she said what do you mean i said well you've got two spare hours what are you going to do with it i said because the patient might give you two hundred dollars i said but i know you've got processes right now that you know you should have been working on that are worth significantly more than $200 to you. For example, extending the nurture cycle. So if a patient does cancel, go and extend your nurture cycle. Write another three emails for your Infusionsoft account. Refine your scripts. Look at what the process actually is for following up with people. That might not be pounds or dollars in the bank today, but that's not what business is about. Businesses often, you make your money by doing work today that you get paid out on in months' time. That's business. 
It's not being a physio, it's being a business owner. This is not for physios. This podcast is not for physios or clinicians. It's for PT business owners, private practice owners. And this is the mindset that you must have if you want a successful business. So what can you do with your time? What's the processes that you know you haven't done? What's the scripts that you know you haven't refined? What's the procedures you know you need to, to, to do but you keep kicking down the can? Great. That's what you work on. The business owners in my group, this is the type of thing that we're doing. We're, we're getting people focused on use your time wisely. You're going to have a little bit of time on your hands potentially. Great. There might be a 10% swing, right? Across the board. That's kind of what I'm expecting in, in the business. A 10% swing for, for probably two to three weeks, 30 days max of cancels or arrivals or new patients not wanting a book. Great. Like I can ride that and, and anybody can ride that. And the the real issue here or the real, again, second order consequence will be a patient cancelled, not ideal, but the positive second order consequence is that you use that time wisely to get together with your team, to train them on the things that they're begging you to train them on, to give them the time, the love, attention, affection that, that they've been begging for. Take them out for lunch. Spend, close, again, if, if you think you're going to have a few a few clients, can't just close down on an afternoon. Take your team out. Go for a walk along the beach and watch the impact that that has on the long-term game that you're actually trying to play here in business. I've encouraged somebody this week, again, right, if you've got a a, a, a problem with drop-offs or whatever, or you think you're going to get one next week, go on holiday. Bring your holiday forward. Why wait till June to go on holiday? Why go on a summer holiday in June when all of this is going to be sorted and packed and patients are all going to want to get back in again? Go away next week. Again, you're the boss. This is the democracy that you've created inside, or you should have created inside of your world. So what can you do with your time to turn this into a positive so that, remember, you come out of this coronavirus pandemic with a better, stronger, more profitable business? Get one or two cancels, one or two no-shows. You get one or two patients not wanting to book as early as they used to. Um, that's all right. We'll just use the time to do the things that are higher value anyway. I will look every single person listening to this podcast in the eye and tell you that those things are worth a lot more than what any patient would give you. Fact. You create a process, a repeatable process in your business that works for a business, it's worth a lot more than the $200 an hour that any patient will ever give you. And the problem for most businesses that they never grow past is that mindset. They're always taking today's money. It's always, oh, a patient called and I needed the $200. But at some point, that's the bit that keeps you stuck. This, for me, is a perfect opportunity uh, for one or two of you to spend more time refining processes working with other business owners right now in, in your groups. You must be part. If you're not part of a community or a mastermind right now, more fool you. This is the reason to be part of masterminds and communities. So you're sharing resources, refining processes, asking what's working. How are you answering the phone? What are you getting? What, what's your team doing? This is, the, this is where being part of a community of business owners is absolutely worth its weight in gold. And I'm so excited that I'm part of three and, and able to pick up the phone and just ask, what, what, what are you seeing? What's going on? What are you up to? How's your team reacting? What are you saying to them? And so on and so forth. This is where as a business owner, being part of these types of masterminds um, is worth its weight in gold. I, I do feel sorry for anybody that isn't part of something uh, where they can get a peer group, a reliable, successful peer group um, willing to help them out. Um, and what's the opportunity? There's the next thing. Where's the opportunity? How do you train yourself to, instead of seeing this as negative, Where's the opportunity? Um, I think the biggest opportunity for you here is to get closer to your biggest asset, which is your customers, your customer list. These are the people that trust you, right? All this really is, is they're not coming to see you, right? The, the, the public advisory is wash hands. 
If everybody just washes their hands for 20 seconds or more, uh, we've got a chance of this thing not spreading, right? That's really what this is about at its most basic level. I'm sure that the customers who know you and know me and know Vicky know that we're capable of doing that and some, right? That, that we're going to be able to ensure the highest standards of cleanliness, that we won't let people in who are coughing. We won't let people in who are obviously ill. We're going to have some kind of filter for that happening. Your assets are your customers. They are the ones that you call in this situation and invite them to come back, tempt them to come back with offers, with promotions, with various things, right? And, and it's almost just a, this is what's going on. This is the way it is. Is it? It's almost, have you heard about coronavirus? What's that? That's almost the mindset that you want to have when you're running your business uh, right now when it comes to customers. It's, it's just business as normal um, inside of your practice. And I told you about the chiropractor earlier. Um, 10% down, he said, I'm, I'm 10% down across the board. There's people still sat in his waiting room and his associates are all full um, and he's expecting to be busier because Disney uh, closing. Said differently, he realizes that one of the reasons that he's not got as many patients as he would like is because people don't always get around to calling him because they're busy doing other things. Well, for the next couple of weeks, they're probably not going to be as busy. So uh, where's the opportunity uh, for you? Is it in things like telehealth? Is it in things like price rises? Um, is it in home visits? Um, all of these things that you can be considering. And the other one would be, for me, just speed up the visit frequency of the people who are coming, right? Don't necessarily worry about the people who are not coming. Worry about the people who are coming and speed up the frequency of their visits to ease the cash flow problem. The most simplest basic advice I would give anybody. It's a, just a it's just a management of time over the next couple of weeks. Management of your patients, management of your phones, management of your um of your you know your your view of the world if you like for the next couple of weeks and um you're going to be good. You're going to you're going to uh you're going to be all right. Uh you'll learn some lessons, you'll realize where the problems were, you'll realize who's on your team and who's got your back you'll be you're going to be fine uh, but that would be the big thing i would tell you is just speed up the frequency of people who are coming and that's what i spoke to vicky about uh at the start of the week if there is any problems it's the first thing i want her to do if there's any gaps appear in the calendar just get on the phone to the people who are confident about coming um and give them three visits a week instead of two you've just clo you've just filled up your schedule we're talking about probably 30 days maximum uh, before this starts to, to to subside i'm not saying the virus is going to go that's something completely different what we're talking about here is people's reaction to it. They will accept the situation. Life will go on. It is going on. They're still going to dentists. They're still going to doctors. They're still going to hospitals. They're still going to visit sick relatives. They're still going for coffees. They're still in the gym. This is, this is, uh, you know, this is what 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 the situation is. And and I respect the Disney closing and the the soccer games and all that. I get it. I get it because they they're doing everything they can to control it. Uh, to control it that's uh you know that's all that's happening here so some key points probably a 30-day thing manage your thinking um and stick with successful groups i think if you are around successful people you'll get insights into uh, things that is you know actually working uh, to manage the situation keep the thinking strong uh, don't try to do it on your own if you're not part of a group get in one i highly recommend it even if it's not mine get in a mastermind group or get in some kind of success group um with other successful business owners and um and you'll be fine you you'll you know you're going to come out the other end with a a better stronger more profitable private practice and i think uh 
as you look back on it in six months or 12 months, many of you listening to this will say, you know what? That was the defining period of my business career. It's up to you. It's a, it's a choice. Some people are going to go, oh, shit, that ended. But really, all it did was brought to a head a, a shit show of a business that probably should have been put to bed two years ago anyway. Um, I, by the way, I don't have much sympathy, as you can tell, for people who run shoddy businesses because they oftentimes get away with it. Uh, they off, they get away with it. They're lazy. They know they, they need to do things and they won't make the changes um, that they need. Um, I admire and respect the people who are now waking up today thinking, you know what? This is the wake-up call I need to take the action that I know I should have took. I don't have admiration for the people waking up today going, I'm going to blame the government. I'm going to blame Trump. I'm going to blame Boris Johnson. It's funny. It's funny how America blames Trump and um, Britain bla- you know, start blaming Boris Johnson. It's like, well... Okay, it's the same virus. We can't. They can't both be to blame for it. it it's like it, whatever they do, it wouldn't have been good enough for the majority of people. So again, it's just a lot of crap. All of that stuff that you you see and don't buy into any of it. Um, I think they've done what they've they they could with the time that they've had. Um, and I think now it's just up to the public to to not get hysterical, wash your hands for twenty uh, seconds frequently, and um, life will life will go on. Hopefully, the news will do their job. And they'll start to, um, over the next few days, tell more people um, and stories about people recovering and getting, you know, getting on the mend. People start to get comfortable with the fact that people got it but recovered. Um, and, you know, people will start to feel a bit more familiar and safe, even though the virus will still exist. And that's the bit that I'm going to, if if I'm thinking the way that I think this is going to play out, it's that the virus will still be around in 30 days, but people's response to it will be calmer will be um, more reasoned, will be more, um, oh, there it is again, and it will be something that is factored in and something that is there, but isn't something that's mass hysteria, which it is right now. So uh, whatever's going on, don't panic. Don't don't make stupid rash decisions. Don't fire people. Don't stop stuff. Don't stop doing things or going places. Do whatever is safe. Um, like I said, wash your hands. Yep, don't go to big public events if that's what the, the government are telling you to do. Just do everything that they're telling you. But they're not saying don't go to physio clinics. They're not saying don't go to hospitals. They're not saying don't go and see your dentist. They're not saying don't go and see your chiropractor. They're not saying any of those things. They're saying just go about your business. Just be careful and be sensible. And I think if you can adopt that approach in your business, um, you can ride out the wave, which is inevitably going to come. Um, you know, Somebody just messaged me saying, oh, Trump's creating a state of emergency. It's like, all right, what does that mean? Well, it means he's just putting money in. He's given money to help businesses and you know so on in hospitals if they need extra drugs. That's what it means. But when you hear he's uh, announcing a state of emergency, it's like everybody's immediately going to think it's getting worse. And yeah, it might be by the numbers. But the response is a good one. They're putting money in. And this is what I'm saying. There's just so much drama and what have you, right? On, the, on media. But I think, and my understanding of what I'm seeing right now and bear in mind, like I said, I'm in Orlando, Florida, right? I live on an estate where it's predominantly, there's certainly a good chunk of the population are snowbirds, right? They're, they're 60 plus. Life is going on. Funny, a, a lady in my clinic, uh, Vicky, was telling me, said uh, she was laughing and giggling about it because uh, 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 the government had issued a, a, a situation that if you're 70 and above, you shouldn't go on your cruise. She said, well, on the day I'm due to go, I'm 69 years and 241 days. I'm still going. Um, they're not stopping me going. Right, and and it's like that's that's the mindset. I I genuinely think, on the floor, in and around people. I was at baseball last night with Harry, um, and the parents. Nothing, just life's going on. Life is going on. Switch the news off. Switch your phone off. 
I promise you, you wouldn't, you you won't see it going on. Uh, barring the fact that I can't get into Disneyland this week, which is a pain. Well, it's not really because I'm on holiday, but um, you get the point. Um, life is going on, and I want you just to adopt that way of living and thinking in your home with your kids, with your family, do everything that the government's telling you to do in terms of the safety, um, but live your life. And, and what are, you know, I think that the people that do use this to get close to their team, refine their processes, take a look at your prices. If you've, you know, if you've got a little bit of a cash flow, raise your prices and just get the people who are coming to come more often for the next couple of weeks. It's that simple for crying out loud. Most of you have probably been needing to raise your prices for the last fucking 10 years. Well, how about we do it now? Right and and all of these patients who you know need three sessions a week, fucking tell them, get them in for three sessions a week. Stick an extra fifty dollars on it, and you've just sorted your cash cash flow problem, um, and and got over the hump for the you know for the next month where it'll it'll start to come back. So, so anyway, I hope that helps. Uh, that's just a little. Uh, if you like delve into my mindset right now with all of this, it's uh, a chance to be a leader. This is where I get to earn my money, and if you know if, if my businesses make money at the end of the year, it's because I. Uh, manage situations like this and i look at situations like this uh through the lens of um, accurate thinking i seek out facts i study human behavior and ask what's um probable um and what people are most likely to do over the next few weeks for me they're going to get used to it and um they're just going to go on it's not saying that disneyland is going to reopen next week or whatever but people will get used to hearing this and people will get used to living with it and um, they'll start seeing people that have had it and recovered from it and uh, they'll just do as we do with every other illness. It's just another day, it's another factor of life and it's um, it's another thing that the human race and mankind will just have to um, learn to live with. So so there you go. Um, don't stop spending money on marketing. Longer nature cycles, information-based marketing, systems and processes... Where's the opportunity? Sounds like another podcast to me. I've been telling you all of this stuff for years. No matter what the situation is, good or bad, my advice to you um, will never change. The, word in the, bi- the, the words in the Bible never change. The words to your favorite song never change, but you still sing them. The words in the gym do not change. How you solve the problem in the middle of a turbulent coronavirus epidemic is how you solve and grow a business when the sun shines and there's loads of money out there. It does not change. The application is all that needs to change for most people. So, right, that's it. I'm going to have to go. As you can tell, my throat's starting to go. I've been literally speaking to people all over the world today, um, nonstop, always and forever. I'm off to enjoy a holiday. I'm switching my phone off. Team are briefed. Everybody knows what to do in all of my businesses all over the world. Um, and I'll uh, I'll be back in a, a couple of weeks. I've recorded some podcasts for you that I'm going to put out. Uh, as well uh, today just to keep your mindset strong we're going to stay with you and um, and help you uh, at the mindset level uh, which is why I believe this game is going to be one uh, feel free to share this podcast with other business owners I've tried not to allude too much to PT because it really is irrelevant it's irrelevant all the time by the way I just um, business is business and how you run it is how you run it and how you are successful in life is how you are successful in life so feel free to share it out well, let me know what you think. Leave a comment on um, on Facebook for somebody, or leave a comment on the um, on the iTunes, and um, hopefully it struck a chord with you, as to uh, give you a little um, shot of adrenaline for the next uh, week or two as we uh, all um, manage this situation 
so that we can come out of it with a better, stronger, more profitable business. Thanks for listening, and I'll, um, I'll see you real soon. Thank you for listening to Paul Goff's audio experience. If you're brand new to Paul's world, head on over to paulsmarketingbook.com where you can get started with his number one best-selling marketing book for physical therapists. Or if you've been listening to the show for a while, you like what you hear and you think that you could benefit from this type of help to accelerate the growth and profitability of your practice, reach out to Paul's team at paul at paulgoff.com and tell us exactly what you're looking for. And by the way, if you know someone who would benefit from today's show, please share it with them. And if you've got any questions that you want answered, tweet Paul at the Paul Goff using the hashtag AskPG. You can also find all of these details over in today's show notes. All right, until next time, have a wonderful day.